Hey everybody, welcome to Is4. Today we are going to be talking about the letter A. Joining me tonight is Danger. Danger. Welcome! Is that all you got? Yeah, that's that. that is it. Welcome to our new format <laughs> we're trying. We really decided to shift from our previous live shows that we do to... Uh, really more of a podcast format. We're going to see how it goes and see what you think. So we are launching what we're calling is for where each show we're going to take a different letter of the alphabet. A is for B is for and so on. And according to some people, there's an extra letter in the alphabet, which we've decided is the U with the umlaut. So we're going to see if we pick a German topic that week. We'll see. Why not? I don't see why we couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any German topics that start with the umlaut U, but who's to say there's not one that I haven't found yet? But we could. Oh, we definitely could. It probably helps that I haven't looked either. So, yeah. So today's broadcast is brought to you by the letter A. <laughs> Thank you, Sesame Street. I do what I can. Yeah. yeah, So today we're going to talk about anime. Yep. What is your first foray with anime? Oh, I don't remember the first anime that I saw. The first anime that I really liked was Vampire Hunter D, which uh, was 85, if I remember correctly. I still have the VHS of it. And for those of you that don't know what VHS was, there was a time in history where we had to do things by hand. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vampire Hunter D was the first one that I liked. My opinion of anime is not the highest, and not because I don't think it's good. I'm just not a huge fan of the animation style. That's just me. Um... Yeah, I remember when it was before the term anime was a thing, and it was called Japanimation. Of course, that could have just been something that a friend of mine fed to me for years. Wouldn't be the first know. time you've been lied to. No, no, it wouldn't. Won't be the last either. So, so with the new podcast, also comes a new setup, which we're going to be adjusting as we go. So please bear with the audio. But I have some anime facts for you. Yes. You ready for anime facts? Let's go with anime facts. F is not for facts. F is for... I haven't decided yet. <laughs> so, I want to take a guess on when the first anime ever came to the United States. Oh, I'm going to guess 1972. Wrong. The 1960s. The first anime show in the United States ever aired was called The Three Tales, followed by another anime called Instant History, which technically couldn't really be classified as an anime at the time because it was both live action and anime at the same time. Yeah. So, uh... I want to know what the live action anime was. Was it kind of like a Mary Poppins where they animated in with live action film? It's possible. I have no idea. What was it called? Um, Instant History. Instant History. All right. Yeah. So, for people out there who don't understand why we're, we're, we're talking about anime, is because it's adult cartoons, essentially is what it is. That's, that's what anime is. Anime is just adult cartoons. 
I mean, it's not My Little Ponies. It's not Care Bears or He-Man or She-Ra or G.I. Joes. I mean, some of this anime has some pretty awesome fighting sequences. Oh, yeah. So, I, I thoroughly enjoy it. And some of you actually grew up with anime. Just choose not to know that it's anime at this point, right? Which, actually, one of the things that I found is that anime is not the same as a cartoon, contrary to popular belief. It, it, it is not. With complicated stories and deep character development, anime avoids label of a cartoon. Quit reading from freaking <laughs> Wikipedia. I'm actually not. It's not Wikipedia. But I just say it's uh, because it's <laughs> because it was what I have put together is one of the first times that an animation was put into a higher form with deeper character development and story and plot. It doesn't qualify as cartoon. Well, here's here's a fun fact, right? Some of the notable animes that people grew up with and didn't realize it. Astro Boy. Speed Racer. Yep. And Gignatar. Gignatar? Gignatar. Never heard of that one. Had to look at that one. It's weird. Yeah. Like, Google's free. Use Google. <laughs> Google Gignatar. Gignatar. Never Gignatar. heard of it. Yeah. So, those came out in the 60s and the 70s. And because they came from Japan back in the day, right? We all we are all aware of what happened in the 60s and 70s. You know, the 50s, 60s, 70s with Japan. You know, there's a lot of communism and war and you know they they hit us at pearl harbor and we nuked the living crap out of them in the 40s it, it's still there's a lot of resentment right right so they had to end up changing a lot of the premise behind the animes mm -hmm. and we'll get into some of those here in a minute but 1980s yes okay science ninja team gachamon do you, do you know what macros turned into in the United States? No. Robotech. Okay. Yeah, so if you watch Robotech, you watch a completely re... I'm not going to say redesign. Like, they redid some of the characters. You know, so the characters in Robotech are uh, predominantly white and not Asian. Yeah. And they have white names. Yes. You know, that's, that, that's terrible. But because it came from Japan, they felt they needed to censor it even back in the 80s. And here we are. I feel like it would be more... Um, PC, I guess, to say they had American names, not white names. You know, what, what, whatever. There are I white mean, people in other countries, not just America. I know, and I apologize. So, Akira came yes. out in the eighties. Yes, that movie was a trip. Oh, when I was younger and I watched it the first time, I thought, "Holy shit, this is awesome!" And then <laughs> in my thirties, I watched it again and didn't watch it within it within that time span, I knew a lot of the references from it, and I knew where a lot of things in other cultures and, or other pop culture references and stuff came from. But watching it in my 30s, I thought, it's good. <laughs> that That's all I had for it. It was just, I guess, what I had built it up in my head as, you know, a teenager when I first watched it and all the things that I saw for it since, you know, um, all the references that were made to different places. I... I think I had built it up bigger than what it was in my head by the time I got around to watch it again in my 30s. So, one of my personal favorites, right? Mm -hmm. Narcissica of the Wind. Never seen it. Oh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. It's about a little princess girl that flies around on a glider and essentially saves the world from toxic uh, air. Okay. It's actually pretty good. And of course, my personal favorite, Vampire Hunter D. Oh, yeah. 
phenomenal. Phenomenal. If you um, haven't watched it, please watch it. You know, they came out with a sequel to it. Yes. Um, yeah, Bloodlust. Which, yeah, I didn't see it. How was it? Oh, great. Okay. I've, uh, I'd like to go back and watch Vampire Hunter D again, because I've really enjoyed it the last couple of times I've watched it, and I haven't watched it in ten years. And, of course, I would be remiss if I did not bring up Pokemon in the late 80s. Is that when it came to America? That is when it came to America. It didn't get traction to the 1990s. Yeah. When the trading card game started becoming wildly popular. Well, if we're going to talk about shows that came from Japan into America, then would it be wrong to talk about when, like, things like Kaiju, you know, uh, Godzilla and whatnot, you know, came to America and really blew up, which was actually in the 60s, if I remember correctly. The movies were made in the 50s in, in Japan. Um, but, it, you know, then we also have, even leading up to um, <clears throat> uh, Power Rangers. I mean, all the fighting footage in Power Rangers um, was taken straight from Japan. I mean, the reason why a lot of the mouths don't you know, sync up is because they're actually speaking in, in Japanese and a lot of the cutscenes and stuff. So are we going to um, acknowledge all that? Because I think that actually was a big part of kind of carrying anime. No, that can be P is for Power Rangers. I'm not going to do a whole show on Power Rangers, especially since I don't think I've watched a full episode of it since I was 12. Well, blast from the past, baby. Okay. I did watch that movie they came out with. It was actually pretty good. I liked it. But <laughs> anyway. So Vampire Hunter D, yes. Fantastic. And anybody who has not watched it, please do yourself a favor of watching it. It is amazing. It is amazing. So they polled a bunch of people, right? They went ahead and was like, What do you have against anime? So there's only two main responses that were that were given. Would you like to take a guess on those? Um, I'm going to guess one of them has to do with the mouth not matching up. And we're talking anime. We're talking anime. Right, but if you look at cartoons that are made in America, the mouths seem to sync up a lot more with the actors, the voice actors, as opposed to in Japan, you know, the mouths just, you know, in anime... Um, the mouths just seem to open and close at random, but they're more synced to Japanese voice actors. Well, that's because we have to dub them over because most people don't want to learn Japanese or Cantonese or anything else like that. Oh, yeah. I definitely understand. I don't want to learn this. No, the, what, the, the, the number one reason why people dislike animes, right? And we're, we're talking people who've never honestly sat down and watched an anime in their entire life. Now, I have to wonder, are these people who also watch animated shows, movies, and things? Probably. Okay. Like, like, like American animation, I guess, is okay for them. I'm not going to speak for them. But they said that uh, anime is too sexual okay. in um, nature. There's a lot of sexuality in, in, in animes. And there should be, because it's not a show. Then, you know, you're not supposed to teach your kid to count. By watching Attack on Titan. Okay, honey, count how many heads get cut off. No. Right. How many people get eaten? No, that's not what the shows are for. These shows are designed in, into categories. I'll get into categories here in a minute. But, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're designed for specific age groups of people. Yeah. And if you're not inside that age group, you're not going to like it. Attack on Titan, for example, 
which if, if you've never seen it, it's about these giant monsters that break through walls and eat people. They walk around butt-ass naked. Yeah. All right, it's not a show for kids. There's one that's so naked, you see his muscles. <laughs> They're all that naked. Are they all that naked? Yes. I didn't know they were all that naked. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. And the second thing is they feel that anime is too taboo. Taboo. How is taboo. anime taboo? Well, because if you look at, uh, let's see, let's take uh, a Netflix anime, right? Netflix really got into anime. They've, re- they've released some really good ones. So if you take uh, Cagnuser of the Insect Cage, right? Okay. It's, about, it's about a man who hunts down insects because the world is overran by these, the, these giant insectoid monsters, right? Yeah. And he ends up falling, falling in love by the end of the series. I'm, I'm going to give it away. He he ends up falling and falling in love with a much younger girl. Evidently, S is for spoiler. Yeah. So during during all this, there's a cross dressing bar owner who dresses in a pink French maid's outfit. Okay. Who runs a bar and, he, and he's a cross dresser, right? So you know, people think stuff like that is 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 a little. Is a little too taboo, or there's actually I forget what the name of the anime is, but it's about one man falling in love with the other man while the other man is straight. Okay. So it's like navigates his world, and people think, well, you shouldn't have cartoons about gay people. I mean, it's extremely narrow-minded. Like they must have picked like the snootiest of the snootiest to actually pull for this. If you sit down and watch them, they're really good. Well, it, that that argument actually gets me because as a person who who has read comic books his entire life, you know, as a kid, I thought comic books were superheroes, superheroes, you know, everywhere, superheroes. But no, as an adult, I realized that there are comic books of all varying things. And there are some that have, you know, it's nothing but just telling story and the stories have things to do like you know have characters like those and deal with subjects like those all over the place and it's just strange to me that you know that it's the anime is the thing that's picked out as what is taboo and what topics in it are are not right but their kids are picking up comic books with that type of stuff in it all the time. That's just because people don't monitor what their children are doing, nor encourage their children to to approach things with a with, with an open mind. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, like Netflix has another one called Beasters. No, I'm sorry, Beam, B E M. No, okay. damn it. All, right. all their all their animes have freaking ac- acronyms. But I think Beasters, Beast Eaters, which is hard, honestly hard to say. Um, or planning it, on their part. Yeah. Their well, it's it's about these each individual ethnicity in this show is a different animal. Some are meat eaters, some are not. Right. And this wolf falls in love with this bunny, and he's like trying everything in his power to not eat this thing that he has fallen in love with. Huh. That sounds familiar. Really? Yeah. Uh, there was this series of books that came out. Uh, several years ago, and they made them in the movies, and uh, it was called Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is this is pretty. Well, I peeked on that. I apologize, everybody. <laughs> so no, um, 
you know, it's also social, you know, navigating social norms while being in a interspecies relationship. You know, and it's one of those shows that they develop to help bring to light. You know, I'm going to assume, go out on a limb here, I am not Netflix, nor have I spoken with Netflix about this. For some reason, they don't return my calls. Um, I don't know why. You know, inner, 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 uh, interracial, you know, relationships. Right. Right? Um, there's, um, another one, I forget what it's called, and I will probably remember it here shortly, but, uh, it's about, you know, these, 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 Beast men that different different types of beasts and stuff like that, right? They have they have their own island, their own sanctuary, and normal everyday people are so upset that they have their own sanctuary and that they're like abominations and blah 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 that they go in and they like wreak havoc and there's like this one group of people whose whole jobs is to like stop the trafficking of these little beastie kids and you know catch bombers and terrorists and you know all sorts of other stuff, right? Yeah. You know, that that ha- that's culturally relevant in this time. Yeah, I mean, and some of them actually touch on topics that scare the shit out of a lot of people. Yeah, like well, there's a lot of topics that are scary. Well, I mean, some of these are like to the point to where it's so close to being a reality that it, it frightens people. I keep peeking. I need to turn myself down. So, like, for, for example, and I, I know I've touched on this with, with, with you before, you know, it's like Sword Art Online, right? Oh, wildly popular. If you are going to start watching a show, I recommend Sword Art Online. It's got, it's got, like, great fighting sequences, a good story. There is some love in there. There's some romance in there. It, it, it bridges some questions about uh, augmented reality versus full-dive virtual reality and, you know, the pros and the cons of it. It just addresses a lot of questions, and I can, you know, go into, uh, uh, I could talk forever on the show because there's just so much stuff that it hits. But for the sake of time, I'm not. Right. Um, so I told you that there are types of anime. Would right. you like to take a guess at what they're called? <clears throat> I mean, wanna, I'm, not, I'm not talking about the stuff you find on Pornhub. I'm not talking about that stuff either. Um, I mean, are we talking comedy, romance? No, no. Okay. Actually, all anime is broken down into seven categories, but I'm only going to do five because you can probably guess six and seven. Okay. So um, you have Shoho. Okay. Which is aimed at young female audiences that focus on personal and romantic relationships and issues. So like uh, high school girls. Okay. Stuff like that. Like navigating the love lives, their crushes. And, and there are so many different uh, shoujo types. Like, uh, no, no, girl meets boy, girl meets girl, you know, right. boy meets girl, so forth and so on, and like that whole relationship. And that's actually, you know, pretty, pretty good. What are you looking at me for? Nothing. Are you telling me to move on? No, I was telling you to move closer to your microphone. Oh, how about now? Is that better? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I kind of like turned my head to the side because I saw your hand. No, it's fine. You, uh, you were going in and out. Oh, sorry. And then you have show um, Shonen, which is action style, like Dragon Ball Z, yeah, um, Sao. That's geared more towards uh, like the fifteen to twenty-one age group. Okay, so that's the stuff that people watch, and it's like really good fight sequences. There is a lot of like soap operaness. Yes, but all in all, it's still pretty good. I equate that to 
those types to wrestling, where it's a lot of soap opera in between uh, scenes of action, some of which is great, some of which is okay. It is. Um, and very over the top. It is extraordinarily over the top, but that's the whole point of it. It's to give... It's it's honestly to give like if you watch My Hero Academia for example are you are you familiar with that one nope so it's about this boy that wants to be a hero and yep. in a world where you can either be born with a superhero what they call a quirk okay. which is the ability to like stick the walls or jump really tall or or whatever right yeah um, this boy is not but he still wants to be a hero and he idolizes this guy named All Might. And through lemony snickets and a whole bunch of series of, of unfortunate events, he finds out that All Might was gravely injured in a battle, and he inherits All Might's work by the hair. Okay. So it's like training to be your absolute best. And best. achieving your oh, goals. Yeah. So it's like it gives them a, a role model to look up to almost. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then my personal favorite is the uh, Seinen. The what? Seen, S-E-I-N-E-N. Seinen. Seinen, not Seinen. semen. I did not semen. say semen. You did not say semen. You were excited. No, it's not a series. Okay, but so, you said semen, though. I heard you. No, I did not. You did. When you said I did not say semen, you said semen. Sorry, so, did you say semen? That particular category, moving on from semen, if you're excited, <laughs> is about robots, <laughs> action, and magic. Okay. So, and then you have, I'm going to mess this up, Jose. Jose. Is it uh, French? No, French? it's J-O-S-E-I. Okay. Josie? Well, I feel like Josie would be just an American name, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Not Jose, the... I, I don't know. Dude. But that is... Jose. Um, that is for women. Okay. That is made for... Mm. Um, 20s to about 20s to 30s, 20s to 40s. Because I'm trying to be careful how I bracket this in case somebody's listening because I don't want them to get mad at me. Um, so it's uh, it's like you meet a man at the supermarket and he touches your melons and puts them in his cart. You know, it's that type of stuff. It's like the not rated X stuff, but definitely more mature because there's a whole lot of like. It's it, oh, absolutely. Oh, but I, I watched one called uh, Food Wars, and it's on Netflix. Okay. And it should totally be um, rated like X. It's no, like it's... these people are eating food and having orgasms, and their clothes are like blowing off, and you can see them in their underwear and shit. So it's like the uh, the romance novel of anime. Oh, absolutely. Okay. And apparently, in Japan, it gets over... 66 million views a day. A day? A day. People binge watch this. Do you know what the population of Japan is? I don't know, but it's obviously people watching the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. But then again, it is Japan, so those numbers could be skewed slightly because of IP spoofers. Yeah. So I don't know. And then you have number five. It, it is called Ichi. E-C-C-H-I. Okay. And that is for adult males. Okay. And. Is that like the tentacle? No, that is not. That's actually number seven and it's on Hentai. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it is super weird. Like, super weird. I'm not even going to watch it. 
but it is like super it is what people call a tentacle porn the it, hentai yes yeah 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 i'm familiar with what hentai is I mean, and then you have being a 35 year old male and then you have what they call triple x anime Okay. X anime is knights, ogres, magic, fighting, blasey, 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 that turns into all sorts of really weird, weird shit. But back to Ichi. Yeah. So, the adult section in this category also has to do with psychological thrillers, um, more of the uh, blood, guts, gore type stuff that's not really centered. When you, when you get into like shown into action with Dragon Ball Z, stuff like that, you really don't see blood, right? You don't really see stuff. But if you watch a show called Psychopaths, it's considered Ichi because there's like the very first episode, right? This guy's losing his ever loving mind and like tries to rape a woman. Yeah. So, you know, that is definitely not for kids. Right. Yeah. Um, well, I would expect there to be a section like that in anime um, just because the Japanese have a different grasp on horror as a oh, whole. Absolutely. Yeah. It's and there. I've seen a few and I don't remember what they are off the top of my head now, but I've seen a few really, really good kind of mind bending, psychologically mind bending um, animes. And I wish I could remember the name of them. One of them's blue something and uh, blue drop. No, no, I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, but they are fantastic and really, really well written. Can't say enough for them. I recommend anybody to watch this category, even though it's probably not for everybody. Yeah, it's not. And the thing is, is you know, you kind of got to pick your poison when when you when you want to watch anime. Like, like I can scroll through anime all day. Perfect and, blue. Oh, perfect blue. Yes. Yes. I remember that one. Yes, it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I encourage people, you know, take the dive, give it a try, find something that works well with you and sits well with you, of course. You know, like if, if you're looking to, you know, past time, I recommend like the wise man's grandchild that's on Hulu. That is phenomenal. It's about Merlin adopting some guy from the future or from some alternate world. It's really good. Well, I think one of the things that actually turns people off from anime is the idea that exists that animated shows are for kids or a certain group of people. And what's really sad about that is there is a ton of animated content out there, animated shows and movies that are fantastic and are not for children at all and are actually dive into a whole other realm that they can't do in movies in any way whatsoever. And anime is not short of this at all. Anime has a lot to give when it comes to, you know, what's written, what's what's drawn and whatnot. Because you could draw an action sequence a lot cheaper than you can, you know, make one in a, you know, CGI lab. No, 100%. But what also a lot of people don't understand is when you watch these, you will see, like, cliches, right? Mm-hmm. Now... Bear with me on this, because this is this might sound like I'm going off the rails, but I'm not. So there's a few animes that I've watched. Uh, Eureka 7. For, well, no, not Eureka 7. Mm, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it, it has something to do with 7. But anyways, like, it's really weird because it starts off and you're watching the show and you're like, does this dude, ha- does this boy have a crush on his sister? 
does his sister have a crush on this boy? Because it's like really like, like like borderline keeping it in the family type stuff. Right. But then if you if if you don't get turned off and you watch it, right? If you're if you just stick to your ground, and not be a prude for like ten minutes, it comes out that that wasn't even his sister. Yeah. You know, it was like. Some weird event had happened, and she was just filling in for her sister, filling her sister, his sister's last requests, albeit taking it a little bit too far. Right. So, you know, if you can get past some stuff like that, the rest of the animes are, like, very good. Yeah. Very good. And we've... So, there was something that happened years ago. In the states, and I think it was fantastic. It's where they started to take animes and make them into live-action films here in the states. Now, a lot of times they missed the mark on what certain things, what certain animes were going for when they, the illustrators or whatnot. For instance, the uh, Ghost in the Shell movie. A lot of what appealed in the anime was the visual style of it, the colors, the the light, and how it how it popped. And a lot of that was missed in the the uh, live action movie with uh, Miss Johansson, and that's something else about them that is missed. Is it's just seen as an animated movie, but if you really watch it, you really see a lot of really cool detail in just how it's drawn, in just how it's colored, that is completely missed if you just write it off. So you miss this amazing thing like what was the name of the one you just mentioned uh something seven okay i'm gonna look it up well you know there's this this story that unfolds that is really amazing if you just kind of stick with it and if you watch what if you watch it then you really start to see that there's these these things that actually mean something that are drawn in a certain way that gets missed in the in the live action. And I'll give you an example. So there's a scene where, uh, what is the, the main character? Sergeant, I believe? And, uh, well, the main character in um, Ghost in the Shell. There's a scene where... The lieutenant? The lieutenant. Okay, sorry. It's been quite a while since I've seen it. But um, there's a scene where she's waking up in her apartment and it looks very cold but there's light on certain parts that makes certain things pop that makes it look very mechanical and cold and then she is a spot of warmth that is in the scene in the live action one completely lit differently and you miss that as a whole and it's just there's a part of the humanity to the story that's completely missed in the live action that was in the anime yeah, so I just found it. It's called Trinity Seven. Okay. And the plot of Trinity Seven, and uh, I'm gonna mess his name up. Arada lived a normal life together with his cousin and childhood friend Kazuga in a small town. <laughs> That's what it is. So he's got a crush on his cousin. Yeah. So or so he'll... it seems. Okay. But it's not. So, anyways, if you can get past stupid stuff like that, some of these animes are really good. Yeah, I definitely have meant to watch more. And I think people overall should watch more. 
So, if I had to recommend, like, three animes to get people to start watching. Wow, for some reason that sounds really echoey in my headset. But anyways, three animes to get people to start watching. I would have to say, um, of course, Sword Art Online, SAO. You don't have to watch all the seasons, but watch at least the first one. You'll probably get hooked. Um, I'd have to say watch Vampire Hunter D. I would definitely say that. If you're not into the older style stuff, watch Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. Pretty good. And uh, third one's always always tough, but uh, Wise Man's Grandchild is a good one. There's not a lot of love, and there's... I mean, there is to a degree, because just the way the show is. But it's got a really good story. However, the whole series ends rather abruptly. Yeah. And it kind of saddens me. But those are my three. Okay, if I were to actually recommend three, it would be uh, Vampire Hunter D, and I think maybe because that just holds a soft spot to me. <laughs> I, I think it's fantastic. Um, second one would actually be Akira. I, yeah. I think Akira is fantastic, even though I didn't think it was as great on a older viewing. Um, I still think it's extremely well done, extremely well written. Um, it's From what I understand, it's very different from the manga that uh, there's way more to it, but very, very good. And then the third one, I would actually recommend people check out the Castlevania series on Netflix. <laughs> I love the first two seasons. The third season felt very dry to me, but at least watch the first two seasons of it. I thought it was fantastic. And I also recommend that because it's a little bit more at, you know, ease of access. Well, I mean, I would also highly encourage Bleach. Oh, Bleach is great. I'm not talking about stuff you wash your clothes with or chug when you yo YOLO. Yes, I don't yo YOLO ever. I don't think I've ever said YOLO outside of here, like this this scenario. Um, Bleach is fantastic, and uh, so is Full Metal Alchemist. FMA is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, we I I could go, I could go forever on the five seasons of SEO. I could go forever on all, on all. I want to say it's like 28 seasons of Bleach. Does it have that many? Oh, yeah. And it's, and you know, the fight scenes are, if you can get past the, the soap opera-esque-ness of it, it's really good. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it's, to me, it's better than Dragon Ball Z. I think that actually within the soap opera-ness, as you call it, um, I actually think it does have some good storyline in there. I really do. It really does. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, thanks for tuning in for A is for anime. Yes. Be back next week where we talk about B is for what? Back to the Future. That's right. The film Back to the Future. Yes. Thanks for hanging with us. I am Danger. I am Sarge. Until next week. <laughs>